But who's got you? That's that. That was a Superman one quote. I've got you. You've got me. But who've got? Who's got you? And then Lois starts reciting weird poetry. Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben Noda, and once again, I'm joined by Adil Kurji. Probably for the last time. <gasps> the last time? No, come on now. Yeah, that's it. This is how I'm announcing the podcast that I'm quitting. By, <laughs> by saying it dramatically to you on air, and then not knowing how to string along a coherent... Fuck. Set of English words. No, you are still stuck with me despite my lack of linguistic prowess. I just felt like saying a thing. That's fair. That's fair. No, we are still stuck with you. Good. Because it means we get to enjoy some beers. Um, We're doing a slightly shorter episode for you today. Um, My child has had her medication changed, so she's all over the fucking place. But we wanted to get something in for you guys this week. Um... Just so we we keep up with you, we let you know what we've been playing. Um, we've already cracked a beer. We have. So we're gonna have two, we're gonna have two this evening. Um, the first is from a, a brewery we featured last week for the first time, which is Lost and Grounded. We thought whilst the last beer was beer of the week as such, we'd roll on with another beer from them. Um, and this is No Rest for Dancers. No Rest for Charles Dancers. <laughs> Uh, what kind of beer is it? It's a hoppy red ale, uh, 6.2%. Doesn't feel like 6.2%. It does not. I mean, it, it, it's a little malty, so you get the, it, a bit like um, when you have those um, trap stales. You get that sense of things being um, possibly more alcoholic, but much like um, like your Roquefort's or even your West Malls, that sort of maltiness covers mm. and you don't actually taste the alcohol it's just something you uh, that i've grown to recognize yes it's, definitely um, does have that quality to it it's quite dark mm. you've got a slight i mean it says a red ale you do have a slight redness almost sort of more of a ruby um kind of tinge to it just around the edges but it's it is very dark it's almost like um it's kind of like Coca-Cola color, really. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, it's cola colored. Um, I'm not sure if it's Coca-Cola colored. I think it's um, RC Cola, mm. which is probably a Canadian-only knockoff that just tastes reasonably close, but is oddly lighter. Okay. So it's like a, like, a, like a slightly more caramelly colored Coke. Yeah, yes. Um, I agree. Its nose is, again... Unfortunately, I've had a couple of tastes, and so now yeah. I can't really... I was going to say, his nose is quite light, much like last week's. There's not a lot going on there. I do remember it was... That maltiness was a little there, but uh, so was the hoppiness. Mm. There wasn't mm. some much distinct about it, just sort of was a little hoppy. Um, what do you think of its taste? It's nice. I really like it. Um, it's kind of got uh, a little... Almost a, a roasted kind of hint to it. Um, kind of like a, a coffee kind of flavour. You're getting a little bit of of that in there um, towards the end. Um, I, at first, I thought my first sort of sip of it, I thought, wow, that's that's actually quite bitter, but it's not. It is that roasted sort of flavour I think I'm getting, which kind of sits on the on the tongue and on the top of the mouth. Um, 
after you've sort of had a few tastes and as you're talking after say a minute or so after drinking you get that that flavor in your mouth still it's it's it lingers quite nicely yeah it's a excuse me it uh it 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 leaves you dry mm mm but like you said there's that sort of roasted without sort of any of the characteristics of burnt about it yes I yeah that's, I that's it's that part of the roasted taste that's there so i i just wanted to point that out because when you said roasted at first i was like i what but then mm. as you started talking i realized that seemed uh, i was getting that sense of roastedness as well just sort of without that very rich carbon side yes yes yeah definitely yeah. So. awesome um i'm i'm so far through this beer already i cracked it about 10 minutes before we started so um it's not going to take me long to drink it. So let's get into a game. Okay. I think you're going to re- you're going to repeat me, aren't you, from last week and open with a mobile game. I am. Uh, moreover, I'm going to open with the same mobile game. <laughs> because <laughs> I played Fire Emblem Tactic Heroes. I can't remember what it's called. Heroes, that's why. Heroes, I, Heroes. Yeah. I was going to say Fire Emblem Tactics. I'm like, that's a different game, but Uh Yep. Uh, and similar, yeah, very similar. I have not played nearly as many hours as you had, and thus you mm-hmm. have. Um, but uh, so I'm sort of like f- just starting chapter four, and yeah, I've okay. done some of the sort of rotating training, a bunch of the rotating training um, missions, maps. I think they're called, but yeah, yeah missions. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I um. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think the I didn't sort of get hooked nearly as quickly. Um, mm. It uh, it reminds me of another game which you can get on mobile, um, which is on the Congregate um, uh, website. So it's Flash on Congregate.com, but it's also iOS and um, and Android. Except every time I've tried to put it on iOS, it's uh, the fog it, it renders is pink, so I can't actually see through a lot of levels, so I never get right. to play it. But it is probably my favorite sort of small, mobile uh, strat RPG. Uh, it has the same sort of cycling of heroes. What was it called? What was it called? Sorry, I missed. Oh, Lionheart. Lionheart. Okay. Lionheart Tactics. I might not have said it. I think you didn't okay. miss it. Yeah. I realized that I said it in my head and then went straight to... <laughs> um, what it was. To, to congregate nonsense, so thank you. Lionheart has been, uh, is a little more nuanced. There's a lot more variety of maps, which currently I, I feel like that's um, sort of what's what um, I've already noticed, um, but maybe it's because I played too many of those training maps okay. um, on Fire Emblem. Uh, it also has the benefit of being 3D, so you have height, mm. which mm. I think is a really neat idea. And of course... It's a hero collector, etc., um, and there you got a little more control over your the types of heroes, and there's sort of a lot more variety in that game. Um, is Lionheart uh, original, or is it based on a franchise? As far as I can tell, it's original. It's definitely an indie okay. game. Um, it's been around for ages. Um, it's uh, it it has you know weekly uh, dungeons that pop up that you have that get progressively harder, and you get every three levels or uh, three runs of so like every time you run through the same map basically 
eight or 15 or 20 times, depending on how deep the dungeon is. And it just gets right. harder enemies every time. And every three, okay. third level of the dungeon, if you will, uh, you get a prize, essentially, a, a chest yeah. that gives you various things. Um, I am enjoying Fire Emblem, though. Um, it's, uh, like I said, uh, I like the plot is meh. I can see how you were hooked by that. Yes. Um, yeah. It's really, Flimsy, I think. it's really throwaway in a way that's disappointing. Just because I know it comes from a rich uh, franchise, which again I've never played. Yeah. Uh, right. Which is which? Are you finding is better then? Um, Fire Emblem Heroes or Lionheart? Oh, uh, definitely Lionheart. I, I was quite addicted okay. to it for a while. Um, in the summer, I don't remember why I never brought it up. Um, this actually made me want to go back to it, but again, it, 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 the fact that my phone can't run it properly has been a real sort of... Mm. Um, so you're playing the Flash version? Uh, yeah, which, again, if I'm on my computer, though, there's a lot better things to do game-wise. Of course, yep. Uh, yep. It, is the, it is nice because it's a, it's a mobile game, so like your maps are all... Sh- it's very short experience, much like uh, Fire Emblem. Mm. Um, so that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I am interested in sort of the depth. I have noticed, like... My by far my favorite character is uh, I I didn't realize how orbs and buying heroes worked so I got I got to the point where I had enough orbs and I bought everything but the last the character in a pack because I couldn't afford it because I ran out of uh, orbs because I didn't realize yeah. that I should be saving yeah. like twenty or whatever. Yes, um, I mean that's what uh, I I think I picked up on that pretty. I mean it was quickly. my first pack, so I, yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, um, it just says it's cheaper if you buy in bulk. So then I started buying in bulk and realized, oh, this is going to drop by one and then one and then, ah, fuck. I don't have enough. Yeah. Um, but because of that, I have a bunch of red characters and nothing else, really. <laughs> um, because I kept dumping my uh, orbs into the experience bonus of the castle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I, I think is probably a sound move in, in the long run. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've got to uh, chapter nine. And I found, so far, I found it pretty easy. I've never really found anything a challenge. I might have had one or two maps, which I may have uh, had a game over on and had to repeat. But it's not until Chapter 9 where, actually, I'm under-leveled for the, mm. the, the suggested level. It's it's coming up on chapter uh, on Mission 2 of Chapter 9 saying, um, like, level 21. And when I got to that, I think I was level 20 with the, with, with four characters. Um, so I went into the map and very quickly got a, a game over. And yes, it's maybe 21 suggested, but if you go in with the wrong kind of team and the wrong kind of characters, and at the moment I can only go in with one set of four characters, yeah, because that's the only ones I have up to that level, um, then you're, you're gonna, you're really going to butt up against it. Um, so it, it's not very forgiving in that sense that the difficulty suddenly spiked and, I th- I think chapter nine is possibly the last chapter. Mm. Uh, you know when you get a new chapter come up and the um, the hero who is the um, antagonist for that chapter yeah. is silhouetted. Yeah. Um, the, the silhouette for chapter nine is the um, sorceress or the other portal right. opener that you that you come up against throughout the story. Um, so I would assume that it's unless it's classic sort of jrpg fashion i'm going to do chapter nine and that'll be it or i'll do chapter nine fight her 
do another chapter yeah. and then come up against a completely different form of her in a chapter later. Yeah. And then a third and final form <laughs> on, say, chapter 12. But who knows? Who knows? I'll have to report back. Um, we are banging through this episode at quite a fast yeah. pace. I've banged through this beer. I know you, sir, still have some left. But you brought a second glass. That's good thinking. I thought that might happen because I... Um... Actually, a bit of a, a sore throat, feel, a feeling under the weather the past couple of okay. days, and so I didn't really. I thought, oh, I might not be like slamming the beer. Um, so I also uh, my one of my like only New Year's resolution is to try to have two glasses to be a proper beer reporter. That's right, tanked up folks. You are my entire New Year's resolution list is to be slightly more accurate while on the road to being tanked up. Uh, nice. I've, before we bef- before we go on, I've I've done the rookie mistake, and I'm I need to. Oh no, I haven't. There it is. Uh, I thought opener. I'd forgotten the bottle opener, but it's hidden behind the laptop. I thought I bought it up. Right, the the second beer we're drinking, I think, is from One Mile End. One One Mile End, brewed beneath the street, and it's an an ancho cacao stout. Cocoa, not cacao. Cacao. Cacao is a like different thing from cocoa. I just like that word. Yeah, that's fair. It is One Mile End is a brewery based beneath Mile End Road at the White Hart Brew Pub in Whitechapel. We put more of the right stuff in at the right times to create big beers with balanced flavors for you to enjoy responsibly. Um, and the ingredients of this 6.4% uh, beer are starts, interestingly, with dried ancho chili, chocolate, cocoa nibs... <laughs> barley wheat oats hops yeast and the water i feel like water is definitely more prevalent than dried ancho chili i feel like this is they, not they've a gone stem- the other way yeah yeah they've gone the opposite way the least thing yeah. that's in the, uh, the beer. i mean it's it's a very dark color it's not thick at all it's 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 very um what's what's the opposite of viscous non-viscous thin. Um, thin. It is. It is thin, though. It is thin. It's got a good head on it, but for a stout, you kind of expect a little, yeah, a little more viscous sort of texture to it. But this is this is a very thin bit. Oh wow, that nose. It's got a nice nose. There's a lot going on there. Ooh. It's just it's like this very high sweetness. Mmm. There is. I think I I get a whiff of the spice, but not a lot. So I'm like a little wor- wary that it might just be knowing that there's a. Uh, a spice in it maybe i mean you like you say you don't get a huge amount of it on the nose um there is that sweetness there yeah so there's... but that could be a lot of the other ingredients bringing that through rather than the the chilies or the chocolate really yeah um so if you take a deep whiff i feel like in the back of my nose i get that slight sting that, rem- that mm, reminds okay, okay. me of a, a sort of a, a spice on my on my on my tongue or lips. Actually, it's it's that that spicy that hits your lips. Hmm. Taste wise. Oh, you get the chocolate. It's a stout. You get the chocolate. You don't get much of the chili though. No. Um, there's a light. There's a light smokiness to it. There, yeah, that's. Yeah. Oh man, that's this is really dry. Oh yeah, like my I mouth almost dried out I completely. Almost immediately, like like five seconds, and your and your mouth is dry. 
like from sip oh, to, to dry. That's really interesting. I've never had that from a beer. Not not that dry that quickly. No. Mm. Excuse me. It's a good flavour though. That's yeah, super interesting. A little smokiness. Not much. Um. Yeah, just a little. Fuck that dryness throws everything off. Um, really does. Like, I'm having to just concentrate as the dryness kicks in on what else is going on because, like, my whole my my mouth is just screaming what? Because I'm just not used the to flavor, it. The flavor the flavor fades quite quickly with that dryness. Mm-hmm. And you're left. Like, I I almost I'm kind of thinking, mm, is there is that taste still there? But that might be the taste of the no rest for dancers still in the back mm. of my mouth. That's what I'm getting. Um, this this dryness just just takes everything away from this beer very quickly. There's no lingering finish. Um, okay, it makes me want to drink it. You know, have another sip quite quickly. Yeah, um, but I, if to just sate myself and to taste, to, to, you know, to, to retaste. But it. this is this is exactly. I, I I mean I, I hate to pass judgment on first sips, but this is exactly the type of dryness that I don't like about certain beers because I feel like I'm drinking them quickly out of sort of a just a base necessity of like craving versus like a, I want to experience this more. It's just a, Oh, my mouth is yeah, like, no, I, put something back in. Wow. Yeah, shut completely. Up. Shut up. Giving it another moment. There is a slight tingle at the back of my tongue. So whether that's the, there, there, you know, so the chilies are starting to come through a little bit with the dryness so this might have been a, a mistake on my part in that uh, this evening I made a Thai uh, green curry. Okay, maybe. So I didn't really think, oh, we're having the chili beer. If there is sort of a subtle note of chili, my uh, taste receptors that do spice, uh, hot spice obviously is what I mean, um, might mm. be completely saturated. Might oh, be gone. I'm screwed up, Ben. Please don't kick me off the podcast. The truth it's comes fine. out. Yeah. We we'll allow it this one time. Um have you played a game? Oh actually before we <laughs> uh, move on to, to, to your game, uh how about if you can you give us a couple minutes on uh or just what have you been playing much? Uh, I mean you've obviously got the chap chapter nine. Is it still gripping you or is it starting to fade? Uh, I guess no, question. I mean I was um I was playing each day for the first week to, to 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 experience the game, to play through it, but to get the bonus as well. Um, so you can you, you get orbs by logging in each day. Um, you get more orbs on the weekends as well when you log in. Um, so I've been doing that, but I think actually I I logged in maybe Friday, not Saturday. Uh, I logged in Sunday, and I wasn't going to today, uh, but had five minutes at coming to meet you. In fact. Oh. And I thought, oh, I'll, I'll I'll open it up and I'll do the um, the, the special mission for the day, um, which gives you a, a character, a one star and a two star character, um, if you do the normal mission versus the hard mission, respectively. Gotcha. Um, so I I did those on my way to meet you, but it's not it's just not holding me, yeah. really. Um, and I, as I said last week, I I'm not a fire emblem guy, so collecting the characters is not it's not got the same pull that like Pokemon Go had right. I know those characters it's you know it harks back to, to my youth playing the, the original Pokemon game 
they've got nostalgia on their side in that Fire Emblem Heroes just doesn't have that for me so I think it's probably going to disappear pretty quickly for me at least right. uh, I think there's probably as you've described there's probably better versions of this kind of game out there um, and unless you're a, a Fire Emblem fan you probably will bounce off this pretty quickly yeah, I think it's, it's it doesn't have it doesn't seem to have a lot of depth. Um, I, I realized I started talking about um, my first pack of characters. I got a four star, four silver star uh, dancer. Yeah, um, and she's like pretty much always in my any of my teams because she hits twice and um, also can use her action to allow someone to move to, to do have another turn. Yep, uh, she so is. She's action. also she's also always in my team. Yeah, and it's just like, oh well, there's no reason for me. Like I don't know, they're, they're just seem. She seems way more versatile than all the other characters I have. She's also yeah. the only four star I have. But it just it sort of told me like this is what a like OP or at least a very powerful character is like, and that's still not that like super unique or exemplary. It's just like, yeah, every game has a sort of. Bard yeah, character, I mean, but she's mm, now a bard character who also hits really hard. So, like, yeah. why would I like what? It just seems weird that her attack is really good as well as giving you the utility. I have a five star Robin. Now, I believe he's a, um, a playable character from one of the games. Mm. I don't know which one, but he is a blue spellcaster. Gotcha. However, like a blue mage? yes. But he is so much more powerful than any of the other characters. Um, I've got a couple of. I basically I run with him, um, the uh, a red um, fighter on a horse, and a green axe wielder on a horse, oh, yeah. and the dancer and the dancer. Um, and it's a shame that he's on foot, really. Because I you, I just walk matches if he was mounted, right? Because you could get close, cast a spell, and disappear again, sort of, and, and kite enemies round the map. Uh, I you know he's probably a bit too powerful to be able to, to for them to do that as such. Um, but he he just just wrecks shit. It's you know that the, the whole uh, rock paper scissors idea that red is red beats green green beats yeah. blue blue beats red he is he's a blue spellcaster and he will one shot he pretty much everything i come up against um it, you know when i say that i butted up against the the second stage of chapter 9 um it's because he couldn't get to the other team quick enough almost mm. and i i used the tactic of holding back my mounted characters, even though they can move further, hold them just in front of, of Robin, almost as a defensive oh, well, sort of shield. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, everyone can't get to him. But then they get a, a spellcaster who's you know a little more powerful and not always... The, the AI doesn't always make the best decisions. Very but um, when you're playing hard, the AI is a lot better. Okay, get, I will give it that. The AI knows what it's doing, and it will target characters very well when you play on hard. Um, but 
you know, if I protect him well enough that my other two guys, they're going to go down, but I've got maybe two turns of them being a good shield. Yeah, I do the same I can, thing I can, with, with yeah. even my on-foot warriors. Like the opening hero you have, who's a green axe wielder. Yeah. Um, she is in most of my groups uh, just because she has a high HP. And mm. I send her up front just to like be battered like i don't almost like if anyone dies in the match she's the first to go down and that's like she's doing the exact tank roll yes yeah and that's what you want her for i mean yeah i've got the 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 guy i've got is gunter something similar to that um and i got him in a pack but actually he was one of the special map characters mm. so i've uh, uh one of the elements that you can do is merge characters yeah, so, I haven't got to that point yet. That yeah, he. I I think the one I opened in a pack was three stars, and then I won the two and the one star, and merged them, and you you essentially get uh, more special points, right? Um, which go towards upgrading attacks and opening up passive abilities. Yeah, and I, I found. I mean, I've done a bunch of. I've done some of that because I've played enough to unlock a couple abilities, and I haven't yeah. noticed. They don't seem to impact gameplay that much, I guess. But again, mm, I'm in mm. the early stages of the game. But I would definitely like spent some time just unlocking on all the characters used often, and then was like, "This plays remarkably similar to before I unlocked these abilities." So I know that things are going on, but nothing yeah. seemed really like to me when you unlock an ability, it changes the way the character interacts, even with the passive ability to a certain extent. And I just didn't feel it. And I think that's yeah, basically no, how how the game feels to me feels kind of loose and i know the treadmill in sight i know that like like and it's excuse me it's really disheartening to hear that like your five star character is just massively better than everyone else because that just means that like the stars matter more than the character type and so like the the balance of the game is isn't um geared towards the rock paper scissors and stuff it's geared towards spending the most time because uh, as you said you can merge characters which means you treadmill them up you get a group of five star characters that even if they were all red you could probably be fine kind of thing and that seems less yeah it, it does i mean he's the only five star i've got i um i think i've got a, a four star as well and then the re- and maybe another maybe two four stars right. and the rest are all threes and twos and ones um but my main my main squad as such is a five star or four star and then two threes yeah that makes sense. um and the four and the threes you know they they hold their own against maybe slightly higher level characters in the in the teens not in the 20s now definitely yeah. not in the 20s um but but yeah robin just kind of eats people right and it's 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 just i was gonna say it's easy but it, it's not it's not easy. It kind of just takes the the, the tactics out of it. Uh, yeah, I think I was going to say that's my problem is then whatever your max star characters in all your groups and they will be doing most of the whatever. And yeah, you're right. It, it becomes a different tactical battle where you're just trying to get, ideally then you just want to grind to get high star characters. That's that's yeah, the goal completely. rather than like a balanced team who can take on sort of all the things or ideally like because they have the things like the flying horses and the mounted horse, uh, the yes, mounted people. Yes, yes. And if those were sort of large differences, 
then you would have a team that like so because you get a sort of preview of what is coming your way you do um with the icons of the enemies you don't necessarily know if they're mounted or whatever but you could build like a balanced team that could take care of mounted people or if you died on a level you could jump to your like special team that like takes down pegasi um or stuff like that and in in the first few chapters you get it you get a taste for like oh there are these nuances but um it didn't it doesn't seem to matter that much. I mean, yeah, if you have the right character uh, match, you could do like a ton of damage to that one char- that one guy. But mm, it doesn't. Mm. They usually die within two hits anyway. So it's like, okay, yeah, yeah one shot at that one character. But I'm not going to keep this guy around just in case there's a flying horse. Completely, completely. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's just not quite enough depth to it. I think to to hold me, but. I'll probably finish off the story missions, um, you know, very casually. I'm not yeah. going to rush to do them all tomorrow or anything, but um, I will. I will finish off the story missions just to see what that opens up afterwards and see if there is anything uh, additional apart from the arena and sort of the the special missions that. So that pop um, up. before we wrap up, I just wanted to know one quick comment on yours. Um, why do you think this says about Nintendo's mobile initiative? I'm I, this is the second game of theirs that I'm just sort of disappointed by. Um, a lot yeah, less than only... Mario, and that's including like not even if I paid the four quid for Mario, which it didn't. But like I have no problem with their their pricing strategy. I think it was weird in the marketplace, but I get it, and I'm not one of the people who didn't understand it, which I think is where a lot yeah. of the failures there. But like it, they, it just seems half-hearted in a different way. I think it's a, a topic that maybe we should get into a little bit more in depth and we've got a bit more time to sort of discuss through it. But, yeah, I think it's... They they almost don't seem to understand the mobile market. They've released a game which you can play a little bit for free and then you can buy. So... A lot of people bounced off, and I can't remember what it what what the percentage was. But we sort of said last week that maybe about three or four yeah, or five percent under five, I think. Yeah, popped through to 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 purchase the game. And Fire Emblem is the game where you buy orbs to unlock characters. But I don't think it's it's enough of a hook to get enough people who aren't fans of Fire Emblem to to spend any money on it. And so to follow up, I think. Um... If I cared about the game and and wanted to to do really well and there was depth there, I might consider buying a pack because I want to get a stronger character because it's so it leans so yeah. hard in like the high star characters being way way more useful. But mm. uh, I, I don't really care about the combat or the story completely. So yeah, you've you've got to you've got to give a shit essentially yeah. to, to want to sort of whereas Pokemon a little bit different. Um, and it's a game that I I gave them something like three pound fifty to buy one of the lower um, mm-hmm. packs to get a load of coins, uh, which I didn't mind doing. I was enjoying that game. I was playing it a lot. Uh, I wanted the uh, incubators and and the things yeah. that the, the extent the bigger bag. You wanted the things that were being game. sold and were okay with the price. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So they, I, I think they got it. They got the the mobile strategy right with Pokemon, but there's not enough in the game yeah. Pokemon wise. But the other outings sort of just just didn't didn't hit for me um right let's wrap up for a week uh beers 
I'm I would just come straight out with it. No rest for dancers is my pick this week. Um, mine too. Um, I, I I'm curious what the I I would definitely try the Ancho Coco Stout again out of curiosity, just to see how much we're missing by having a very similar sort of multi beer. Uh, at first. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I'm still not getting any of that chili, and again, I I think my palate probably isn't prepared for that. But then at the same time. Beer. One of the reasons I like beer versus some other sort of um, tasty, um, nuanced beverages of choice is that they tend to be more robust. And I feel like if if there is more there that I'm missing, that's not a great sign of the beer then, because yeah, you very, shouldn't have very. to have this super blank palate. Again, I've had a green curry and another beer right before, so I'm I'm, I'm not saying that that's necessarily true. But it is weird that. I'm now basically done that beer, and it's still not getting much else. Uh, the dryness mm, is I also a huge turnoff, so I'm also a lost and grounded fan again this week. Nice, good, good. They've done well. I've I've now had all four of their bottled beers, and they've all been very good. So, I uh, see. I was being a good it's... boy, and I even had one in my fridge for weeks and never had it. Yes, you did. You were very good. You held on well. Um, that was the Calipils, wasn't it? The one we had last week. Uh, I, and the hop, the hop hand fallacy. I also, oh, you've got the hop hand I, fallacy as well. I bought both of them mm. at the same time and just held on to them like an idiot. <laughs> it's okay. After just, we talk today, I'll probably have the hop hand fallacy. Yeah, the hop hand. Because uh, you've already yeah. had it. Um, yes, definitely. Um, right. Um, Twitter's I'm at Nova underscore 47. The podcast itself is at tanked up underscore cast. Uh, the email, tankedupcast at gmail.com. Adol, you are... At the Omniarch. At the Omniarch. Yes. Yes. On, on all the things. Yeah, except which. Um, uh, <laughs> I am also part of the Windows Insider program, so I might be streaming some Beam stuff this week. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, join our Facebook group, Tanked Up Cast, or just Tanked Up Pod. Yeah, I believe it's Tanked Up Cast. Yeah. Just look yeah. up Tank Up. Yeah, you'll find us. Uh, and, of course, we are part of the Out of Lives Network. We are. Which is in the middle, a middle of a renaissance. In the middle of a renaissance. Uh, and and we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we've got a few more bodies in there, and we're all more pumped up. Uh, by we, I mean everyone, but Ben and I are actually writing articles. Um, so pop over there. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's that's our... Oh, give us uh, five-star reviews on iTunes because it helps... Especially for older podcasts like us, uh, that's the only way you sort of appear on the charts and yep. more viewers is always good because that means more people who will ra- randomly play games with us. Also, add us on those things so we can play games with you. Definitely do that. So for another week, we have been tanked up. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I realized we didn't we we rushed things so we didn't have like a a blooper thing so I can just end with this odd thing. Oh, I almost made you spit your beer. It would have been glorious. You, you almost did. You I said, "Right. I'm going to stop my recording. I'm going to save it." It's not a motorcycle. It's someone vacuuming good stairs outside my uh, apartment uh my flat. <laughs> um
I'm just going to close my bedroom door. Communal. Someone actually hoovers your communal stairs. Up. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what the scheduling is because it's very rare. But every so often I come home I'm like, wow, the communal stairs are really clean. Nice. At eight o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, wow, I'm peeking like a motherfucker. Turn yourself down. Uh, bound! Get so- bound! Get oh, that's down. not going to help things either, yelling, get down. That won't, that won't. And you'll get it from me as well now. Get down! Oh, but it's so good. 